Hey, welcome to today's podcast. I'm going to begin today with telling a true life silly story. Okay, bordering on a stupid story. Then I'm going to tell another story. And this one's, well, this one's just stupid. No silliness there. All on the way to answering the question, what's really important? Welcome to the Sky Pilot Podcast that explores questions of faith, spirituality, and religion. I'm Dan Matthews, and I don't have all the answers, but I do enjoy the questions. Welcome to the podcast where every question is an invitation into a spiritual quest, and you're invited along for the journey. If you're a fan of nighttime talk shows, then you'll probably know about one of the more popular segments that can be found there. It's called Carpool Karaoke, and it's hosted by James Corden on The Late Late Show. Carpool karaoke is a pretty simple idea. James Corden gets a musical star in the car with him, and they sing along with one of the star's hit songs. And this is a a big thing. He has a who's who list of the biggest names in show business who have come onto the show to ride along in the car with him and sing their stuff. Elton John, Mariah Carey, Stevie Wonder, Paul McCartney, Jennifer Lopez, Rod Stewart, Bruno Mars, Madonna, Katy Perry, Lady Gaga. Well, you get the idea. Most of it has been recorded in the United States, Los Angeles to be specific. And it even has a silly little backstory, normally such as someone's car is broken down, they need a ride to work, and here comes James Corden to save the day. They've also been done in other cities, New York, London, Liverpool, Las Vegas, where the local person, say Paul McCartney in Liverpool, is offering directions through the town. But it seems... As if all good things, no matter how fun and innocent or pure, will have a dark side. And eventually the dirty underside of carpool karaoke, well, it's come to light. In an episode that was being recorded in Los Angeles with James Corden driving and Justin Bieber as the musical guest, another nearby driver took a picture of them, and it was revealed, I hope you're sitting down, it was revealed that James Corden wasn't even driving the car. I know. The car was on a trailer, and they were being pulled through traffic. Well, needless to say, this hit the internet, and it was huge. No, I'm I'm being absolutely serious. It was huge. I grabbed just a couple of the thousands and thousands of responses on Twitter, people who had just discovered that this was the case, that James Corden wasn't actually driving the car. Chris said, the illusion is shattered. Andrew said, it's all a lie. Leanne said, nothing is real anymore, not even people. Some guy named Covers said, blown, shut it down. And then a guy named Shark said, I used to respect him. Now I feel betrayed. There were calls for James Corden to be taken off the air because of this. There was a lot, and I mean a lot, of feeling like the basic premise of this segment had been shown to be a lie, and so many people said they could never, they would never watch this again. Okay, so let's just take a moment and place this in some sense of perspective. Did anyone actually think that Lady Gaga needed a ride? That she decided to hitch a ride with James Corden rather than using her regular car service? There are I think 70 episodes of this. Did anyone think that Gwen Stefani actually needed a ride and that along the way they just happened by chance to pick up George Clooney and Julia Roberts, who on the same day needed rides and decided to join them as their additional rideshare guests? And let's talk about karaoke. As I understand it, karaoke developed in bars in Japan 
And it's where someone, you know this, gets on stage and sings along to a famous song. The famous song has been stripped of the lyrics, and it's just the musical track. So this usually inebriated person of truly any level of talent will get up and give their rendition of someone else's song. So as I understand it, and just to be perfectly clear, James Corden had this segment of his show called Carpool Karaoke, in which it was always perfectly clear that there was well, no real carpooling taking place, and it was just a silly made-up premise to get these people in the car together. And this was, well, it was never karaoke either, was it? I mean, for the most part, because when Paul McCartney sings When I'm 64, that isn't karaoke. That's not Paul McCartney doing a cover of someone else's song. That's Paul McCartney singing a song that, well, he actually wrote and performed. So carpool karaoke is, and never has been, either carpooling nor karaoke. But the thing that broke the internet and has people truly upset is that the car wasn't actually being driven by James Corden. Because, well, let's be honest, when he did an episode of this segment with Michelle Obama singing songs from Stevie Wonder and Beyonce, most of us, perhaps all of us, were really just there to watch the driving, right? All right, Dan, we get it. The internet went nuts over something that was truly silly. Is there a point here that you're trying to make? Well, actually, there is. Because I don't think this is a story told with the intention to remind us that there are people who react with way too much vitriol over things that are just not that important. Instead, I think this story has a more important lesson for all of us not just to laugh at other people. I think it's a story like this that serves to remind us that every single one of us, no exceptions, we're sometimes that person battling for something that is at best of questionable importance while ignoring some truly tragic or life-threatening events in our own world. I remember when our children were young and still trick-or-treating in the local mall and hospital teamed up and set up several x-ray machines in the mall to x-ray children's candy to make sure that no child had been given any treat that had been secretly altered with razor blades, nails, glass, or some other foreign object intended to hurt, maim, or kill the child. We lined up by the hundreds to have the bags of candy scanned. And you know what? Not one single child in our community, not one was the victim of candy tampering that year. You know why? Because not one single child has ever been the victim of anything like that in the history of the United States. Not one anywhere ever. I should say, there were a few cases that they thought looked like it was candy tampering and turned out to be a parent who did it to their own child. But never has it happened, not once, with candy collected while trick-or-treating. And yet I know parents who still carefully go through their kids' candy and even throw away anything that isn't in a sealed package to keep their children safe against a threat that has never materialized. And yet, remember Columbine High School? Remember that shooting? Since that awful and tragic day, there have been, want to guess how many more school shootings since then? 367 school shootings since Columbine. Last year, 2022, we actually, in the United States, set a record for the most school shootings in a single year. And guess what? That record broke the record set by the previous year. 
Now, I have heard frequently from gun rights people that there is a God-given right to bear arms that shall not be infringed. Now, I've read the Bible many times. I tell you, I can't find anything like that in Scripture. And the whole gun rights thing, it's kind of quite thin right now with me. You know what is a God-given right? Life. The right to grow up without having your life ended by a person with a gun. In the last 20 years, you know how many kids have experienced gun violence in school? This isn't just the kids who were shot or wounded or killed. This is the kids who had to watch or listen to or experience the terror of an active shooter in their school. That number is just shy of 350,000 kids. And we seem to be a society that has decided that guns are right. But the right of a nine-year-old to survive a school day? Yeah, not so much. I would gladly condone the impinging of anyone's gun rights in order to stem the tide of the stupid, tragic murdering of our children in schools. In the end, it's a simple question. And it's a profoundly religious question. In the end, I think you have to decide one or the other. Gun rights or the rights of our children to live through a school day. Which do you choose? Oh, and here's the religious part. Which do you think is more important to God? That's going to be all for today. May God spark in us the courage to make the decisions that we need to make so we never have to have this conversation again. Thanks for staying till the end. My email address is dan at skypilot.zone. That's dan at skypilot.zone. As always, I'd love to hear from you. Thanks for listening to SkyPilot FaithQuest. I invite you to send me a question or leave a review. And remember... The sign of a strong faith, solid religion, or healthy spiritual journey is not certainty, but that you keep asking questions.